hello. It's Saturday night at KCRW 89.9 FM. My name's Deirdre. I'll be your host. Why don't you uh, pour yourself a drink and think about dancing? Deirdre O'Donohue was the most influential American DJ that you've never heard of. And for a generation of music fans, her voice launched countless artists into the ears and the hearts of Los Angeles. For a while, the show was a kind of center for alternative and independent music and culture in Los Angeles. That's Bob Carlson. He recorded scores of bands in Deirdre's studio at KCRW, from R.E.M. to Per Ubu. Today, those tapes tell the story of a golden age of underground and independent music, all performed live on air with no safety net. I'm your host, Trisha Halloran. Deirdre was my mentor, and happily, she was also one of my closest friends. And it is a dream fulfilled and an honor to bring her story to you. You'll be hearing more from me later, but in the meantime, here's Bob Carlson again to kick off the untold story of SNAP. From KCRW and the producers of Unfictional and Lost Notes, I'm Bob Carlson, and this is Bent by Nature, Deirdre O'Donohue and the Lost Snap Archives. We sound in tune to you? To me, yeah. And then we'd better rock. Or whatever this equivalent is. You just gotta retune your ears a little. Accept it as what it is, and not what you want it to be, and you're in for a big treat. That's the voice of Deirdre O'Donoghue. She hosted a free-form music program at radio station KCRW from 1982 until 1991. It was called Snap, and for a while the show was a kind of center for alternative and independent music and culture in Los Angeles. But it was a pre-internet community, listening together at the same time. But alone at home or driving at night, everyone was drawn together by a big sister with impeccable taste, musician Annette Zelinskas. And that's what she made you feel like. You're entering her world, and she's going to take you on this journey with her through music. I'm the host of this thing called Snap Avant Pop, is mostly what we do. Inventive, imaginative, unusual, and new music. Journalist Robert Lloyd. She was from that era where personality was part of the package. Musician Sid Straw. If she loved your music, it was like she had a crush on it. You mean everything to me. Sid Straw, a true star, and I thank you so much for coming along and doing this tonight. I think that that was part of her gift as a human and as a beloved DJ, that Deidre just, wow, she just put you right on her show. <laughs> a regular part of SNAP was the live performances. They felt sincere and informal and became memorable moments. Well, I think she helped create the whole idea of live music on the radio and this idea that music was a world of kindred spirits 
It's Snap on KCRW. Deirdre O'Donoghue sitting in a room. What a blessed, lucky girl I am. To the left of me, Vic Chestnut. To the right of me, Bob Mould. Yes, goodbye. Goodbye, sadness. I don't need you anymore. Bands would load into KCRW's dingy basement performance studio and play long, meandering sets. R.E.M. played live on Snap in 1991. The world is collapsing around our ears. I turned up the radio, but I can't hear it. But local L.A. favorites Downey Mildew played live on the show, too. and come to this place and you would meet this interesting semi-hippie-ish woman and you'd have this kind of lovely experience in a very nice studio. It wasn't like you were just being hustled in and out with a bunch of people that didn't know your music or care about it. It was homey. Camper Van Beethoven making a return engagement. One step for boys, one step for girls, step away. May 12th, 1988. I do believe we have some Mighty Lemon Drops here on Snap with us. Her friends were the musicians, and she held record companies at arm's length and didn't let anyone tell her what to play on her show. I hate categories for music, so I don't like attaching things. The closest we come to calling things here is avant pop, which means nothing, or whatever you want (laughs) to mean, or bent music, which my general manager doesn't like, but it's quarter of midnight, what the hell? She'll never hear this. Having said that, of course, she'll be on the phone in two minutes. <laughs> she had battles with her bosses and was fired and rehired. Yeah, I, I tend to refer to this place as the penalty planet. <laughs> I don't know what I did in which past life, yeah. but... Former KCRW music director Tom Schnabel. Deirdre was feisty and could be very hostile. She wound up being very hostile to me. Jeanette Napolitano. We basically, you know, would have a bottle of tequila under the console and we'd sit there and talk, and it was great. Bent by nature in the sense of a tree that is shaped by nature or just kind of twisted. Which am I? I don't know. This is Bent by Nature, Deirdre O'Donoghue and the Lost Snap Archives. I'm Bob Carlson. Everything you've been hearing comes from an archive of hundreds of reel-to-reel tapes, DAT tapes, broadcast loop cartridges, and hours and hours of tapes over 30 years old. These are recordings that we've restored and digitized, and a lot of it hasn't been heard since it was originally broadcast on the airwaves of KCRW in the late 1980s. It's a document of all the remarkable performances, interviews, and episodes of Snap that took place in the KCRW Performance Studio, digging through dozens of boxes, finding some of the best parts. And at first, it's overwhelming to look at so much sound and try to figure out what to do with it all. But after a while, the tapes start to tell a story, and they make a portrait of the woman who created Snap, DJ Deirdre O'Donoghue. And that's the story we're telling over these first two episodes of this series. It's Deirdre on the air and off the air. And if you've never heard of the program, I want to introduce you to the world of Snap. And if you were around to hear the show, get ready for some sonic deja vu. Dancing Hoods, live on Snap.
And I have a personal connection to these tapes. These 30-year-old boxes literally have my handwriting on them with Sharpie. I recorded a lot of these reel-to-reel tapes during my earliest days at KCRW. I was the mix engineer in the studio for most of the Snap live performances in the late 1980s. Before that, I had very little experience as a music engineer, let alone mixing national bands live on the radio. But I was put into the Snap world, and I was part of the show. Mr. Carlson is now adjusting Mr. Baldonado's microphone. These sensitive adjustments that need to be made by aware sort of fellows. And Bob certainly fits that category. In 1988, I had recently been hired as a production engineer at KCRW. Deirdre called me and asked if I could come in that night to mix a performance with two musicians. Her usual engineer was unavailable, and Deirdre didn't care that I had literally never mixed live music before. She just said, we're gonna throw you in the deep end, Bob. This is that session. Clive Gregson and Christine Collister. I saw your best friend kissing the man you love. I saw your sister kissing him too. Now you stay honest as the stars above, but everybody cheats on you. Oh, everybody cheats on you. Well, you look like a picture in a magazine with your lipstick and your high-heeled shoes. You could pass for a second over 17. The first time I ever met Deirdre was a few minutes before the showtime. She walked down the steep cement stairs that led to the KCRW basement studios with two canvas fun drive tote bags on each shoulder filled to maximum with CDs and vinyl. Go for it. And from that point forward, I recorded and mixed most of the Snap Live performances for the next three years until Snap ended. I want to say thanks to Bob Carlson, my sound engineer, once again tonight on Snap thanks, on KCRW. Bob. Isn't he a gem? I like him. That petrol emotion, live on Snap. The KCRW Performance Studio in 1988 was like a big basement rec room with a piano in it. It had a low ceiling, carpet, cushions, and loose foam sound baffles that were always falling off the walls. Okay, Mr. Carlson has come in and repaired. This man is so talented. He's a man of so many skills. He's come in and repaired the wall now. I don't know how to explain it to you. It's like... You're in here, and you're in this kind of rarefied area with uh, glass walls and people looking in at you. Uh, it's, it's aquarium-like. It's kind of neat. I was just going to say, you're in the fishbowl, Peter. Indeed. All of you. It's the DBs performing live on KCRW Santa Monica on this Thursday night. They're going to be playing at Variety Arts Center on Saturday. I'm Trisha Halloran. I'm currently a music supervisor for film and television. I hosted Brave New World on KCRW for many years, and before that, I started at station as a volunteer on SNAP around 1989. I started on a Friday. I wasn't really starting. I was training. Her SNAP volunteer slots were highly coveted, and I just went to train, and halfway through the night, he just turned to me and said, I've been thinking of giving up this shift. I've been doing it for a while. Would you want to take it? It was like offering me the golden apple (laughs) And I said, yes, I would love to take it. 
And that's how I ended up doing Friday Nights with Deirdre. If the KCRW studio was a rec room, Deirdre was the den mother, hosting the bands like they were old friends. We're going to turn off some of these lights to make it cooler. I'll give you a fan. Are you really hot? Which they usually were. There's a lot of people here in the studio. This is fun. There are a bunch of people who showed up from Austin. A couple of the guys from the Wild Seats who played live on Friday night showed up. And uh, this is a real one-two punch with the, uh, with the Wild Seats on Friday night and Poi Dog Pondering playing live on SNAP on KCRW. Deirdre O'Donoghue is one spoiled puppy. Everything exciting in my life happened at that station at that time. There would be a band there, and I would get there before Deirdre she would take a cab there. She never drove anywhere. Well, I'm Carlos now. It's really exciting. It happened by chance, and I'm really enjoying it. I guess you really find out who your friends are when you have to bum a ride a couple times a day. Well, you don't have... Well, see, I live in Santa Monica, so I'll take you somewhere. I will. I'll pick you you up and drive you there. Yay. I will. Sid Straw and Mark Rebo, tomorrow night at McCabe's. Drive yourself over there, 31st and Pico in Santa Monica. Journalist Robert Lloyd. One of my best experiences down there was when she called me because uh, Neil and Tim Finn were doing a show and she just said, come down to the studio. Tim, one of the original members, actually probably the founding member of Split Ends, younger brother Neil, came in a little while later. And between the two of you, you certainly set a lot of musical ears on edge. And I had done a crowded house piece for Spin before that, so Neil knew who I was. So I sat in the studio there as they played together, and that was pretty exciting. I mean, the stuff that came out of that show is just phenomenal. Just beautiful performances. Well, we're talking about an album called Time and Tide and a song called Six Months in a Leaky Boat. When I was a young boy, I wanted to sail around the world. That's a life for me. Living on the sea Spirit of a sailor Circumnavigates the globe And the last of a pioneer Will acknowledge no frontier I remember you by Thunderclap in the sky Lightning flash Tempers flare round the horn If you dare I just spent six months in a leaky boat Lucky just to keep afloat The music that Deirdre played had a style that was recognizable but hard to describe. Snap had bands that could rock, but there was a sincere embrace of poetic, vulnerable, emotional music. Organic the kind of music that felt created by humans playing instruments and not assembled in a computer. You know, there's an element of hippiness in her, you know, being at her place with her birds and, you know, offered tea. It felt very much like that earlier world. She brought a little of that into this kind of uh, more cynical group of punk rock, new wave, post-punk people. This is musician Steve Wynn of the Dream Syndicate. You might get everything from the pop punk band to Irish folk music, but it all felt like it belonged together somehow. So you could listen to an entire show, you know, and not feel thrown about and jarred from one thing to another. It was a creative and exciting and, and fun. I'm full of dust, cut down the jaws, 
This is Shelley an Orphan from 1989. She would play something she knew you would like, and if she had something challenging, she would sandwich it in between two things that she knew you would like. So she tried to take people along step by step. I think she liked music that was literary to some extent, has some kind of, you know, intellectual heft to it. I think she wanted something that has some ambition. This is Glass Eye from 1989. Do you know a book called Easy Travel to Other Planets? No. By a man named Ted Mooney. It's one of my favorite books of the 1980s and set in the vaguely distant future. So somewhere after the 1990s when there was going to be, when information overload sickness was a disease that was knocking people down right and left. And But one of the descriptions that he has in the book is of a new kind of music that makes people dance in completely different and utterly thrilling ways. <laughs> and that's the way I feel listening to you guys, to I'm Glass so Eye. I'm so glad you feel that way. That's great. That, that's one of the nicest things anyone could say about our music because that's what I've always thought we should be able to do. <laughs> this is Brian Beatty of Glass Eye. The way that she's so uh, empathetic but so detail-oriented. What a pleasure to have her interviewing you. She knows everything about it and she's uh, so enthusiastic. Uh, my feeling was like more like, this is, this is how it should be. You're listening to Bent by Nature, Deirdre O'Donohue and the Lost Snap Archives. I'm Bob Carlson, and you've probably noticed that not all the songs you hear in this episode are identified, and I'm sure you'd like to hear some of these songs in their entirety. Well, fortunately, we've created an entire Bent by Nature website at kcrw.com slash bentbynature. With full sessions you can listen to, playlists from the episodes, and a lot more about Snap and Deirdre. And we're just getting started. There's new stuff being added there all the time. And we're going to come back to the program in just a moment. This is Bent by Nature, Deirdre O'Donohue and the Lost Snap Archives. I'm Bob Carlson. There were certain bands that Deirdre played and hosted who weren't very well known in the mainstream world, but on Snap, they were superstars, like the Blue Airplanes, recorded here in 1990. We'd like to thank you all for being with us tonight on KCRW, Deirdre's show. We're about to do a little 13th century folk song that concerns the agrarian revolution, crop rotation, and the introduction of the tithe system. A snap band was a band that was irresistible and yet not in the public eye. You'll be studying it all of your next semester. So she had this world where, where the Dream Syndicate and the Jazz Butcher and Downey Mill doing the go-betweens were as much a mainstream or you know, a bizarre universe mainstream world that was side by side with maybe a Human League on other channels. Hello, everybody. It's uh, Pat Fish. You might know me from the Jazz Butcher Band. Take us apart, drunk in the dark. I said, this is just fantastic. It's a British institution. 
revolution, what a fabulous place. What a fine revolution, what a small town. Oh, yes, I have very, very clear memories of playing that session. Of course, when you enter a studio to play, what do you do? You put on headphones. Superb is what I say. The Jazz Butcher live on Snap on a Wednesday night on this infinitely freaky planet. There is solace. God bless. And the next Thanks thing you know, you guys this voice this? is coming down, down the headphones. Live in the next few days this extraordinary voice. And it's coming down and it's saying all these outrageously nice things about you. <laughs> You're kind of hypnotized into an attitude of, well, we'd better make this good. Musician Steve Wynn. Deirdre, who, you know, bless her, gave us free reign to do whatever we wanted to. She basically turned over the length of the show to us. She gave us that freedom. Ladies and gentlemen, it's five minutes to nine, and you're listening to KCRW in Santa Monica. Deirdre O'Donoghue's Snap Show, hijacked at the moment by the Steve Wynn Quinn and Sextet, depending on the moment. Right now, it's sort of a Quinn sort of feeling. At any moment now, it could turn to a sex sort of feeling. It's hard to say. Now in this town, there's a joke going round, and some people say it's you. The maze of bays are constantly crazy, the things you say and do. He lies, he steals, he cheats on you, and comes back in the Oh, yes. Hail Mary, full of grace. The Dream Syndicate is with us tonight on Snap on KCRW. I am more than happy, Deirdre O'Donoghue. The most common criticism of Deirdre was that she gushed too much. You do it to me every time, all of you guys. No matter how bad a day it's been or however atrocious things are, pop the cassette in, put the EP on the, on the turntable, and you fix things. It's a perfectly atrocious day today, just disgusting. I feel swell, I feel grand. Play dog pondering. You know, she was a proselytizer. She just loved things and she wanted to share them with people. It had nothing to do with anything that was trendy necessarily. She was in love in a beautiful way with the musicians that she loved. That, that, that I feel like we felt like her love life. She gave you the impression that she was basically in love with what you did, which was highly romantic. If singing birds must sing With no question of choice Then living is our song Indeed our voice Best agree You and me We're only nightingales Boy, do I ever feel like one spoiled, blessed child. I must tell you, Patty, that is, that's, that is absolutely one of my all-time favorite songs. That line in there of singing birds must sing with no question of choice, then living is our song, indeed our voice. Perfectly brilliant. Thank you. Just wonderful. That, that one's for your birds. Oh, they, then they're listening. <laughs> hey, kids, Kara, Spike, Frank, Bruce, Sean, that's for you. Thank you very much. 
I was around Deirdre a lot during live performances, and it always felt like this was the best part of her day. It was her sanctuary. I'm Deirdre O'Donohue, host of this thing called Snap every Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday night between 10 p.m. and midnight. Saves my life, and I hope it does you some good, too. I kind of get the impression that it does. Bob Mould with me live on Snap. All those things I've done before It doesn't matter anymore I see the errors of my oh-so-humble ways And it always seemed like she was in it for the music, and she cared about the musicians, but not so much the music industry. She'd been in regular commercial radio, she had met these promo guys, you know, and she knew what they smelled like. You know, she knew what that was all about, and she knew that a lot of it was just insincere bullshit and people throwing money around and favors around. And, and there were always a lot of people who felt like it, it was about them, people that worked at record companies that felt like they were the center of things. The musicians were, like, just secondary to them. I mean, I met those people in, in my job, and... uh I think she had radar for that. It needs an explanation. This heat blurs the sensors. We're on a bank by a river. Can I take it as I was taken? And sometimes Deirdre was at odds with her bosses at KCRW. Deirdre. Yeah? Please let me be political for a minute. Please, Deirdre. I don't know. Ruth might be listening. Ruth, I love you, babe. But this is America is still the only place in the world where you can really say what you think. Ruth is Ruth Seymour, who was then known as Ruth Hirschman, and she was the station manager of KCRW at the time. But Ruth is also the person who put KCRW on the map, turning it from a low-powered college radio station to become one of the most well-known radio stations in the world. Full disclosure, she hired me. But Ruth was a boss that today we might call old school. This is former KCRW music director Tom Schnabel. She could be either horribly nasty and demeaning, or she could be very maternal with people. She had that, that side of her. When I had a health issue, a, a kind of a bad one, I mean, she was just so loving with me. She was like, she was like a mother. She could also be Joseph Stalin if she felt like it. <laughs> I don't mean that in a bad way. Ruth was a visionary. You know, she was amazing. This is Deirdre's friend, Michael Meister. Ruth tried to, like, be Deirdre's mother and guide her in a certain way that Deirdre didn't want to go. And I think they kind of pissed off Ruth. But they had their battles going on. The first major battle was in 1986, just after Deirdre had been chosen as a finalist for a new music award as Best DJ of the Year. Deirdre was fired, and Snap was taken off the air. Ruth Seymour was asked to participate in this program, and she declined. But there is a Los Angeles Times story written at the time of the firing by writer Patrick Goldstein. It was a management decision, which had nothing to do with Deirdre's abilities as a music programmer, said KCRW general manager Ruth Hirschman. We told Deirdre that when she put down a record that someone else here was playing, that it created bad feelings on the staff. Deirdre is an extremely talented person, and she's been a major contributor to the station. But she was there to play music, not review films or discuss the world situation. Meanwhile, in that LA Times article, Deirdre says the only bad thing she did that she could think of was to give a bad review to a Peter Gabriel record. But within a few months, 
Deirdre and Snap were back on the air. So how you doing? I guess that's the way things go. I don't know. I had a pretty weird winter, but you may have read about part of that or heard about part of it. I'm Deirdre O'Donohue. This is Snap, back on KCRW, Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday nights from 10 p.m. till midnight. New, unusual, imaginative, and inventive music. But sometimes there was an us-versus-them feeling between Deirdre and the KCRW music department. This is Ariana Morgenstern, who was assistant music director then. I think that Deirdre saw me as part of administration. I represented the man to her in some weird way. Snap was an outlier among the other KCRW music shows, which were mostly based around world music or jazz. But Deirdre had a huge and passionate fan base on the radio, and she was influential. And I think that one of the awards we got from CMJ College Media Journal, I think it was probably part, if not a, a great deal, because of her, of her work. Best non-commercial station in the country. We got it twice. We got it in 1986. I picked it up at the Apollo Theater in New York City, and then we got it again in 1990. Members of the League of Crafty Guitarists who will be appearing along with Robert Fripp tomorrow night at the Whiskey and Ooh are my guests tonight here on SNAP. KCRW finally really realized what a great commodity she was to the station. She really was a popular item there. She was a big ticket. Deirdre was possessive about Snap, and she felt like since she wasn't getting paid anything to do the show, she didn't have to share any of her secret sauce. She didn't want to give away her playlists, the lists of songs and artists that she'd been playing on her show. I think she was already on the outs with the staff there, and she didn't really want to hand over anything willingly. Deirdre kept her own handwritten playlists close to her. She only gave them out to her own personal mailing list of fans. The set started off a whole long time ago, and as always, let me tell you that you're more than welcome to copies of the playlist. You just send a self-addressed stamped envelope to SNAP, care of KCRW, 1900 Pico Boulevard, Santa Monica, 90405, and eventually you get it once I get them out of my handwritten scrawl and into something legible. She sent out playlists to her own mailing list, and she wouldn't give me the playlists, which really bothered me because... Those playlists were really important in terms of the music identity of the station and what we're doing. And they were very progressive and modern. And, and they balanced my world music and they balanced, you know, the reggae beat, the African beat, Chuck Taggart's Gumbo Yaya, New Orleans show. They balanced with this alternative pop. It was uh, a point of contention between the two of them. You have to turn in a playlist. You do a daily program. It's really important. And she didn't want to do it. Deirdre was also protective about the tapes that were recorded on her show. Again, she considered the physical tapes part of her payment and seemed to have that arrangement with KCRW. At the end of every interview, every performance, Deirdre would make sure a cassette copy was given to the band. She made a cassette copy herself, and I handed her the reel-to-reel or dat tape I made after each performance. And she took it home to her Santa Monica apartment with her birds and they didn't come back to KCRW until over 30 years later. There's a lot about Deirdre that was mysterious. She was always hiding her face with her hair or a hat, and she didn't like having her picture taken. It's been a crazy night having photographers in the studio. I was just saying that uh, having your picture taken is like having your cover blown in a way. So I wasn't entirely prepared for what the process was going to be. Yeah, she, she hated having her picture taken. This is how I remember her most, though. Can you see it? 
She's kind of hunched over in the studio. It always felt like there was a lot going on in her head. And snap music and the musicians that performed were her way of taking a break from all that. Being on the radio is a great way to express yourself and to create a community if you don't want to actually be with a lot of people, you know. You're just a voice in a room and you're creating a world, but you're not bound to be in it. You don't have to actually deal with a lot of people. You choose the people that you want to deal with and, and you deal with them. In the next part of the program, it's Deirdre O'Donohue's life away from the microphone. I was just like, wow, this is this sucks, and here I am in jail. And I think bail was like $200 or something. And here comes Deirdre with her uh, jar and her cash. <laughs> Wouldn't it be a bonding moment for you with anybody who bailed you out of jail? Then later in this series, deep dives into special sessions and moments from the SNAP archives, plus interviews from Julian Cope and Michael Stipe. Bent by Nature, Deirdre O'Donohue and the Lost Snap Archives is produced by Bob Carlson and Mike Dodge Weisskopf. The digital producer is Andrea Dominic. Production assistance by Marion Hodges and Anna Buss. KCRW's program director for music is Ann Litt. Our program director for culture is Anielle Zuberi Fields. Special thanks to Jeff Sykes, Michael Silverblatt, Sarah Spitz, and Frida Jung. And we mourn the loss of Pat Fish from The Jazz Butcher who passed away since we interviewed him for this program. Until next time, I'm Bob Carlson. Thanks for listening.